everybody. Welcome to the State of Our Union. I'm Emily. And I'm Gavin. And this week on the State of Our Union, we're going to talk about our final tip of our five big tips for a successful marriage. Is that what we're calling it? Yes. Successful successful. marriage. Successful. Yes. So our final tip is... Love is a choice. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's probably the most important of all five tips. And it, I think, encompasses the previous four and it helps you, you know, it's more like the foundational piece, but all of the other tips help to make choosing love easier. Definitely. I like that. We're on the same page. We are. We (laughs) often are. All right. So, and on the rare occasions we're not, it's very ugly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. All right. So as far as the family update goes this week, it's been a pretty quiet week for us. Yes. Um, Yes. Very much Just coming down off of Rory's birthday. Yep. And um, had to run across the state for some army training this past weekend. So we did do a little traveling this past weekend, which it's always kind of a toss up, you know, do we all go or do I just go by myself? And we opted for the let's all go method this past weekend and uh it was it was pretty good i mean it was was a choice yeah it was nice to see my folks and let them you know have some time with the grandkids and yes and they always have fun just being crazy so it lets emphasize the crazy yeah the the children are just bonkers they are that's the sweet way of putting it (laughs) no we have great kids but they are kids so right and it's a lot when they're all be, so yes. young. Yep. And it's a lot to travel and it's a lot being in, being not at home. Right. You get really of out of routine really yes. quickly. But now that we're back home, I think we're sliding back into routine. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Rory's um, getting even better at walking. So that's really exciting. He yeah. almost even ran yesterday. He was moving so quickly. <laughs> and then I think he realized he was moving so quickly and he couldn't keep going anymore. <laughs> he, was, he was almost so excited. He was like, ah! Yeah. And then just stopped. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, so Rory is, you know, chugging along. And Mariana is more of putzing along in yes. her yeah, potty training pursuit. Yep. She, we've given her some motivators. Yep. And um, I would say she is interested in the motivators about 50% of the time. Yeah. And the rest of the time she's like, I'm going to do what I want to do right. where I want to do it. <laughs> so we are. Yeah. We're, we're getting making better. it. We're getting there. Yeah. She's doing better, but potty training for at least this time has been a much longer process and yes. hopefully we will get it figured out sooner rather than later. Absolutely. But who knows? Yeah. All right, ready to dive into the last tip. No splash. <laughs> oh, it's a good dive. We're diving in, yeah. yeah. Just slide right in there. Yeah, it's a good dive. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm ready for it. Gotcha. It's gonna be a good dive. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, I feel man. like you're just making fun of me now. No, I was just very confused. <laughs> I know I'm, on, I'm, I'm there. With we're on you. the right. We're on the same page again. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Love is a choice. It is a choice. I choose every day to love you. I do too. And it's not always, I wasn't going to say it's not always easy. (laughs) I I would say that though. From your perspective to choose to love me, I would say it's probably not always easy. There are probably moments where 
you are just like, <laughs> I can't right now. Right. You went too weird. You went too crazy. You went too. Oh, if we're talking about being weird, then woman. I'm way worse. Yeah. Yeah. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But love is a choice. So let's, say, let's, let's back up, up and let's bit. really, yes, yeah. get into this. Okay. So when a couple starts dating, it seems like it's the easiest thing in the world. Yes. When you're just, when you're in love and you're completely lost in the other person, uh, everything just kind of happens naturally. It's all sunshine and butterflies. Rainbows and, and unicorns. Yeah. Sorry, I just have to throw the whole thing in there. <laughs> but it is. It's so awesome. And the other person is perfect. There's yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with them. Yeah, I remember the when we... The world is sunshiny. Yeah. I remember when we started dating, it was. It was just, like, so natural. Mm -hmm. It felt like, you know, where has this person been all my life? Mm -hmm. You know, it just... It felt like we had always been meant to be together. Because right. it was just so perfect, so blissful, so beautiful. It was. And it didn't matter, you know, what happened. But we had each other, and we were excited about being together. And it was. It was just... It was great. And we yeah. were so much in love. Yes. And that lasted, I don't know, probably... Like, what, two hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> no, but, you know, they, they talk about this kind of in-love feeling. And mm -hmm. basically what it is is that, you know, your hormones and your body just kinds of, kind of goes into this... You have, you have these endorphins flowing. Right. And... and there's the chemical attraction that takes over and you associate all of these good feelings with this person's presence. Right. So anytime you think about this person, those endorphins start Jump firing up. again. Yeah. And, and so it is, it's, it's, it's seriously a chemical imbalance at the time, yeah. you know, I mean, really, it is. really, um, towards this person, towards right. this thing. This thing, just a thing. <laughs> I meant like the relationship, right? Or the relationship, right? And so, and you know more about this. You're yeah. you majored in psych, and so you've yeah, we, taken all the classes. But right, we studied it a little bit, and researchers. I mean, it, it can last different amounts of time, and mm -hmm. obviously, there are things that you know will will alter halt it. it. Yeah, yeah, sooner rather than later. But it can last anywhere from you know two weeks or two hours to um, two, years. two years really. Yeah. And so that's why I think, at least in my experience, I had some relationships that lasted about two years. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, d you do tend to notice that people will make it about that long before they start to really reconsider. Right. Or start at. to see the flaws or start yeah. to get annoyed by, Mm -hmm. the other person definitely yeah and so a lot of times that two-year mark is kind of where big decisions happen right a lot of times people get engaged after two years yep. or they you know they break up after two years yeah <clears throat> and obviously it can be much shorter than that it can um, also be longer i've read a couple of places that at about the four-year mark is when people really mm -hmm. start it's, it's when you really make that choice of am i in this forever or am i right. am i backing out because this just got yeah. too much yeah and there's and, like you know people talk about like the seven year itch right I mean, there there are ways to prolong it and i think that there are things that happen in your life like you know say an engagement and then you know you 
get all this new excitement and then right. you hit your wedding and it's more excitement, more excitement and then you're honeymooning for a little right. while and it's all perfect. Absolutely. And then when you start to come down again, then you have a kid and it's all exciting again. Yep. So there are things that can prolong the feeling, but after so long, just like anything else, I mean, love is kind of like a drug. You know, it boosts your endorphins. After so long, you're going to become a little bit desensitized Absolutely. to the other person. And that's when the choice really right. comes into play. So the breaking point for people is, you know, when you have kind of hit that level of, yes, I'm, you know, I'm down off of this in love feeling. Like, obviously, we still have moments where... You know, mm -hmm. I feel very much in love with you, but I no longer feel it all the time because my body right. is telling me to feel it. Right. Now it's a choice. Am I going to continue to love you? Am mm -hmm. I going to do the things that show that I love you? Or am I going to say, well, since I don't feel it anymore, I guess this isn't meant to We're be. We're not meant to so, be. We just got to step away. Right. right. And I think that's a, it's a, it's a hard thing, mm -hmm. you know, when you get to when you realize that because right. you don't always realize it right away right especially oh, I would agree with that yeah I agree with that especially if you have those prolonging events mm -hmm. like engagements and weddings and kids and then you're down this whole rabbit hole where you're like crap i don't i don't love know if i person. feel this right. way i don't anymore. feel like i used to when we were right. first started dating so now Absolutely. what am i doing Yes. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Great. You said that beautifully. I Thanks. don't know. <laughs> like, well, I just feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. You are so. doing a lot of talking, but again, you, I mean, I, I know these things because you've spoken to me about them and I've, I've read some articles, but yeah. you are kind of my resident expert <laughs> on this, you know? Well, how um, have your experiences reflected? Like, do you feel like you, do you remember when you kind of started feeling that way or? Well, okay. I guess I would step back. When you and I first started dating, like my world was so sunny. I mean, we started dating in the middle of winter. Yeah. And that was probably the most beautiful winter I've ever seen. <laughs> I can't remember anything about it, but I just remember like, oh, it was so wonderful that yeah. whole time. Um, and from there, I, I think part of what was so good for us that helped to keep the endorphins high for so long yeah. was that we had so many things in common that we would do together all the time. Right. You know, that we really loved. We were dancing together pretty much daily. Yeah. So pretty much daily we had this this high that that we can still kind of recreate when we can get to a studio. Right. Um we we love movies and we love watching and analyzing movies. So if we could throw in a movie that one of us really liked or, you know, could convince the other it was a really good movie, yeah. you know, we could recreate those. So I would say for me, the first round of like <laughs> the first round of coming off that high probably didn't happen for like well into our engagement, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and I think that also has to do with the fact that we started dating. And then you had a very busy summer where you were gone on some trips. Mm -hmm. So we had distance then. So when you came back, like it would, you know, it's, it was almost like an alcoholic drinking some alcohol, you know, like yeah. <gasps> you're back. Yes. This is the best feeling ever, you know, which <laughs> yeah. I apologize if anybody out there is offended by that comparison, but it, it was, it was sort of like restarting a drug, like sure. you compared it to. 
Um, so that re-peaked it. And then throughout that next school year, we had, you know, more dance together. We had um, a couple of dance trips that, we, not, right. not you and I, but like the whole yeah. dance world went together. Whole dance world. Everybody <laughs> in the dance world. Um, you know, so that, you know, really peaked. And then, yeah, like you said, like we had the engagement and again, bah, all these mm-hmm. chemical emotions came yeah. rushing through my body. So I would say it probably wasn't until like six months into our engagement where all of a sudden I was sort of like, are we doing the right okay, thing? Yeah. Yeah. And it was never, it wasn't ever like, Oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? I might have to return this ring. And it was sort right. of like, okay, that kind of annoyed me when he just did that. Mm-hmm. How do I feel about that? Am I going to talk to him about it or am I just going to let it go? Or right. do I love him in spite of that weird thing he just did? You know, like yeah. I started to kind of really analyze can I live with that? Right. Um, so, yeah. I think another thing that helped for me is that at engagement and the wedding, this is going to scare you. Okay. You ready okay. for this? Yeah. When you asked me to marry you, I did like, you know how fast your brain can work? Yeah. Like in 30 seconds, you can have about 15 million thoughts. Oh, yeah. And so even though I said yes pretty quickly, like there was like that whole time you were like, talking about how I, you already feel like I'm family with you and asking me to marry you. Like the whole time I was like, Oh my gosh, he's literally asking you to marry him. Are you, are you ready? Like for this guy to be the only guy for the rest of your life? Oh my gosh, maybe (laughs) this isn't the right guy. What if he's not the right guy? And you say, yes, what are you like? You can't actually like say yes. And then back out of this, that'd be really awkward. What if you say no now? And then you never find another guy. Like, you know, like I went through all these thoughts and it was like, you can still back out. You can still back out. You can still back out. And then I still came down to this conclusion in the end where my brain had to like stop itself and I had to be like, shut up. I like him. I can do this. Right. Let's go. And then I said, yes. And again, with wedding day, like standing at the back of the church, my parents on, you know, either side of me ready to walk me down. Yeah. And it was, there was this moment where it was like, you aren't down the aisle yet. You can turn around and run out. The, <laughs> you know, like there is that moment yeah. of fear where you're like, you do realize this is forever you can back out. Right. And each time I was, there was a snap in my brain where I said, no, you're choosing this. Mm -hmm. Let's go. You like that guy. You can make it work. Right. And I don't mean make it work like, we can make this work, but it's, you know, (laughs) whatever obstacle we can push through together. Exactly. So that's where I would say, even though I was on those, those highs, I did have moments where I had to stop and be like, you're choosing this. Yeah. Definitely. I've talked for way too long now. Oh, no, you're great. Um, (laughs) What I heard you saying in there is that, you know, the ropes started to form. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And those helped to, you know, push us, you know, to reestablish outside of just the chemical love, you know, a real connection between us. Yep. And then you also said that, you know, you decided, am I going to talk to him about something that was a problem or not? Right. You know, and so there you go right there, you know, finding tips three and four already coming into this. Yes. And probably the, you know, needing to talk about something is because I was being stupid. Right. Which so, is tip two. Yeah. Or I was having a crazy moment and, right. and it was a choice. Do I show the crazy? <laughs> yeah. So Do I show him how crazy I am. 
we hide all of our flaws until after the wedding. <laughs> yes. You don't know what that's from. I don't think that I do. I, well, no, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. It's a line from Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, ah, the, the original, yeah. the real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So now that we've established that, you know, at a certain point you do have to make the choice to love the other person. How do you go about, you know, deciding whether or not, yes, this is a choice that I want to make. Right. Do you, do you want me me to go since you've been talking? Um, Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and talk? Cause I, I think I know how I make I made my choices mm-hmm. and I kind of dove into a little bit. Sure. But yeah, I think it's your turn to babble for a little okay. while. So I, I don't know if I've talked to you about this before. I oh, feel man, like this is a scary moment. <laughs> I feel like I have, but maybe I haven't. So when I was young, I was, I heard this somewhere. I was told this by someone. I can't remember. But um, they said that there are like seven people that you'll come across in your life mm-hmm. that you could end up happily married to. Wow. Yeah. Everybody gets seven. So there are all those people who are so like, you don't get one is soulmate. there only one person out there for me? How do I know when right. I've, you know, yeah. there's a whole, there's a whole set of lines in the movie ever after that is just <laughs> a series of questions about that. Like. Yeah. What if you see two girls and they're walking side by side and they're both absolutely beautiful and you think you've fallen in love in the first one, but you're supposed to be with the second one. But how are you supposed to know that you're supposed to be with the second one when you first fall in love with the first one? You're like, anyways. Yeah. So there's seven people out there. There's seven people out there that you could end up happy with for the rest of your life. Great. And so, you know, I kind of, for some reason, I took that to heart. And I don't know why seven. It's probably just, you know, some magic number somebody thought it's, of. It's a magical biblical number. Sure. Everybody likes the number seven. Yeah. So I, I kind of ran with it and I, you know, I, I pondered over it for, you know, from when I heard it until, you know, we got married. And um, and in thinking about it, I started to think, okay, so why is that the case? Why are certain people that you could end up happy with and other people that you might date but and be happy with in the moment, but it wouldn't last long term. Like, what mm-hmm. is it? And what I've, I think I've discovered is that there are only certain people that you are willing to make that choice to love and that you are willing to put in the hard work and continue to make that choice for the rest of your life. Because there's no way that you could possibly do that with any person that just happens to enter your life. Right. Right. I mean, I couldn't just walk up to somebody randomly on the street and be like, Hey, let's both choose to love each other forever. Right now. Right now. Yeah. But I think there are certain people that you come across. Like I remember when we met one of the first, well, not one of the, when we initially met, but after, you know, starting being friends for a little while, Mm -hmm. there was a moment where I said to myself, if we ever start dating, that'll be my last relationship. And there are, and you know, you weren't the first person. I'll admit that you weren't the first person that I had that thought about. <gasps> I know. It's, what? I know. It's a shock. I'm so hurt. <laughs> well, no, you, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Um, there have been people that I've come across in my life mm -hmm. that I had that moment of clarity where I said, if we ever get together, mm -hmm. I would give everything to that relationship. Sure. And, and without hesitation. Mm -hmm. And so it was the same with you. I had a moment mm -hmm. well before we started dating where I said to myself, if I ever get the chance to be with Emily, we're, it, it, that's the end of it. Like we will be married forever. I didn't have a choice. Well, because... I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. If she dates me once, I'm keeping her in the basement. <laughs> she doesn't get to leave. No, exactly. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I, I had that feeling that, yeah. that there was something special between us mm -hmm. and that I, on my half would give everything that I had yeah. to the relationship. Absolutely. And I think if, you find that person and you are one of those people for the other person as well, then that's what's going to keep you for it together forever. That's right. really what being a soulmate is, is that yes. you both, you choose to work, right? You both choose other. that for the other, other person is going to be your, what you're devoted other to. Half. Yep. Right. Absolutely. So that was kind of my perspective on, you know, dating and finding the right person and, and yes, I knew like there was something special between us on a chemical level, mm -hmm. but I also knew that there's something else that would make me want to stay with you forever. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So choice, <laughs> where, where am I going with this? Where am I? I'm so, I'm so befuddled by the sweet oh, things you just I'm said. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, no, it's okay. I didn't mean to be so sweet. <laughs> I was actually meaning to be a jerk. I don't know how I got you. No, I'm um, well, okay. So once we did kind of come down off of that. Yes. And the you, choices. Right. Like, how did I make decide, those choices? Yeah. What do you do? Or So when, when I wake up in the morning, like I'm not automatically like, I don't look at you and be like, oh, I'm so in love with you. I used to. I don't, I don't look beautiful in the morning. Beautiful no, no, enough no, no. For you. That's not, really, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Like this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But you know, like, yeah. you don't wake up like, okay, right. when we first got married, I would roll over and I would have the goofiest smile on right. my face. Right. Because I it woke was up like, oh my you. gosh, I'm sleeping next to right. you. The, the love like, of my life. Yes. Yeah. Now, but now, now when we wake <laughs> up, it's like, somebody go get the baby. Right. <laughs> He's crying. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get up first. You do it. Yeah. Right. So now I don't, you know, roll over and I don't have a stupid goofy grin on my right. face. I mean, sometimes still, I still, still do. You're still happy to wake up next to me. <laughs> right. But it's not. But it's yes. not like I'm like over the moon, right. like puppy love, like I was when we right. you know, first started dating or right. when we first got married. Right. Like when we first got married, you'd roll over and like you'd give me a kiss in the morning. And now it's like 9 p.m. And we're like, oh, my gosh, I don't think we've kissed yet today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. And so I guess the question is, is how do you make those daily choices? or what are the daily choices that you yeah. make that well, I keep think, you in love? I think for me, I'm going to go back to our wedding day because there, I did. I mean, I'm very honest when I say I had a moment standing at the back of the church where I did have like this. And I think it's sort of a fight or flight instinct yeah, where you're like, I am, I am being faced with this enormous amount of pressure right now. And I could seriously run out the back of the, you know, the back of the church through the, you know, I had three sets of doors to pick. <laughs> I could have just any, any yeah, set, just pick a door, could have just picked a door and ran, you know? And 
I think standing at the back, I was sort of like, nope, you're here. You're wearing the white dress or the ivory dress, whatever color I, it was beautiful. It was. Um, (laughs) And it was like, nope, we're going down this aisle and we're going to tell this person that yes, we're committed. And I say we, because it's me and my internal voice. Right. right? Um, and when I got down the aisle, I thought, yeah, we did step one. We got down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't trip. We didn't stumble and listened to a beautiful homily. We got up, we said our vows and you know, (laughs) you know, the moment where I started crying was when I said, what is the vow again? I always forget, Um, but I know the word forever is in it. Uh, from as long as we both shall live. Or maybe that part. Yeah. Basically the part where I had to say, like, I promise to love you forever. Like, like this will never end. This is to eternity. This will never, like, I can't back out of this contract. (laughs) There's no, there's no clause here that says, right. There's no, there's no, uh, there's nothing like an asterisk with the vow that says like, or until you come off the the hormone high that says you no longer feel this way about him. So you can just like sneak out the back door. Right. No. And that hit home with me to the point that I started crying. Not like, Oh my gosh, I made a mistake. But more (laughs) like, yes, you are committing. You are, you have made this choice right here, right now. And you said it in front of all these people, Mm -hmm. all these family members, that this is the person that you are going to be with forever. And I think that was the exact moment that every fight we had and have and will have didn't matter. Um, That was the moment that no matter what hardships we come up against, Mm. no matter how many times we're like, how are we going to afford this? Or, oh my gosh, and you know, another kid, what are we doing? Or, you know, all those moments, they didn't matter because I just said, yeah, you and me forever. There's nothing breaking that. I said it in front of, in our view, I said it in front of God. Mm -hmm. I said it in front of family. I said it in front of friends. And I'm not backing out on my word. Right. And that was that was literally my choice. Now, on the daily, how do I <laughs> how do I choose to love you? Um, I don't know. It's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Uh, I no. I'm. I mean, I'm trying to make that funny, but there there are moments where seriously, I don't know. I think that for me, there are moments where I kind of have to let go and be like, all right. God, I vowed you put me with them. Just sticking it out at this point. I'm just gonna, you know, but I think there are other moments where I do, I make a conscious, like he did that wrong again. Nope. It's fine. I love him anyways. Or I think we say it enough, maybe not verbally, Mm -hmm. but we say it enough to each other in other actions or other ways. Like, Hey, I love you. I'm going to go do this thing that you hate to do and that I hate to do, but I'm going to get there first and do it because, Hey, I love you. I think those are the things that I choose daily to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to change this poopy diaper, even though I changed the three others before (laughs) I'm going to get this one because I love you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I don't wake up in the mornings every day now. I'm like, Oh, there you are. Yeah. In fact, yesterday I woke up and I was like, why are you touching me? (laughs) It was hot. It was hot. Um, 
but it was still like I got up out of bed and it was like, mm. I love you, so I'm gonna take the baby. Right. So, yeah. It's and little things like that. It is. I mean, there are, there are times where you know, I walk into a room and the light hits you just right. And it's like oh, sure. the, yes. the heavens open and angels are singing. And I'm just like, wow. Actually, that's just me singing. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm like, wow, I got so lucky. Definitely. I am so in love with this person right now. But now it's, you know, there are so many times throughout the day where it's like, wow, you did this. Like that just you know it makes yeah. me love you so much more or i like, say one dorky little thing that you're like right whoa like, that was so sweet of you yeah like oh you said this super obscure line from star wars oh my gosh how did, yeah how did i get so lucky yeah. you know i'm trying to remember we came out of seeing the last jedi mm-hmm. and i had a fan theory or like i was like you know what they should have done yeah and i told you something and you hadn't even it thought just, of like, it. It just like blew my and mind. You were just like, that is the best idea ever. You should have written Disney and told them how to change that. That was yeah. amazing. And I could just see it in your face. Like there was this moment where you're like, I want to just like scoop you up and like squeeze you so hard because I love you right now. You right. know? Yeah. yeah. I see those moments. Yeah. So I never have them with you, but yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. With me, it's usually like, I take a glance over at the playroom and like you and the kids are like all giggling together and like just doing something completely silly. And there's this moment where I'm like, he's so perfect. (laughs) How did I get the best man in the world? Like, why does he even love me? Because I'm just this hag who's doing laundry on the couch (laughs) while he's over there being this amazing dad and husband and keeping the kids out of my hair for five minutes and just, Oh, Right. So, yeah. So it's very easy to choose love when things are going right or when, um, you know, something cute happens or, you know, the setting is just so or, you know, whatever. But it's harder to choose love when times are not so good. Absolutely. When, you know, all the money's gone or when all the money is gone. (laughs) <laughs> we never had all the money right. gone. Why is the rum gone? Why is the rum gone? Why is the money gone? But you know, for when the kid just like like yesterday when the kid peed all over me, or <laughs> and I wasn't there, and you weren't there, and you were just texting me. You're like, the kid peed all over yeah. me. Like, well, you know, or take when... your clothes off, and I'll wash them later. <laughs> um, or when you know, I have messed up for the hundredth time, and so. It's always the hundredth time, by it the way. Is, yeah, always. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> so, for me, I, when I'm in those moments, mm-hmm. and I look to you, it's, you know, and and maybe it's something that you've done that I'm frustrated by, mm-hmm. right? Let's say that. Yep. Because that's I'm frustrating. I know it. Yeah. So when you say or do something that I get frustrated by, yeah. How do I? choose to love you in those moments well this is how (laughs) this is how i'm waiting i'm like ooh, what do you do yeah well so what i try to do is i try to look at things as a whole Mm -hmm. right if i focus Mm -hmm. on this one individual moment then that's completely unfair to our entire relationship Right. right and so i try to take a step back and not only examine you know, the whole situation, Mm -hmm. but also is this something that is part of the norm? 
Right. You know, is this something that is a, an actual, you know, bump in our relationship? Right. And at that point, if it is, mm-hmm. well, if it's not, then, you know, it's easy. I just brush it like, aside and it's, dumb, it's whatever. It yeah. yeah. Now, if it is a real bump, then I'm going back to tip number four mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it. Absolutely. Because at this point we need to figure out what, how do we fix this so it doesn't become a mound and then a, a mountain, right? you know, because then it's, it's gotten out of control. Absolutely. So, um, I think going back and recognizing, well, is this just a temporary moment of crazy sure. or is this a serious issue that we need to talk about Right, is a big, a big key. Right. And I like, I want to emphasize because the, the way you said it, you're keeping with our tips, but I think people also need to understand that when we go into a conversation about something that, hey, this is really bothering me, this is something you do, something you say, something, right. and, and this is how it makes me feel, we never go into these conversations as like, you need to change yourself. Right. It's always a, I need to understand this, we just need to talk about this. We never go into one of these conversations looking for a, a specific solution. Right. We go into it as there's this problem, let's brainstorm together. Yeah. And maybe one person has already started a little brainstorm, but they never come out and be like, "Hey, it you know, it bothers me the way you blow your nose, and so you have to stop that." Right. You know, it 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 can't be like that because the other person's going to feel attacked. Yeah. And it's not a conversation at that point. Exactly. So, I think I think understanding that you're never going into it changing the other person. You're never going into these conversations as an I'm right, you're wrong, so listen to me. Yeah. It has to be a you do this thing or you say this thing. It makes me feel this way. I don't think I can get over it. How do we address it? Yeah. And it's a how do we address it? Yeah. Because maybe it is like, yes, I can work on that, but can you also toughen up? Or mm-hmm. you know, like can we can we bridge this gap together? Right. Um yeah. Is there anything that you like are there steps that you take when I do something that you know, a lot of the things I, I don't have a lot of things that are like, I have to look at our whole picture cause I see our whole picture a lot. Yeah. I, I like looking at our whole picture. I'm worried about the details, sure. but I like our whole picture. So I don't have to often look at that mm-hmm. to, to remind myself like, Hey, it's all good. Right. But for me in those details, in those moments where I'm like, screwed up again, you know, like, Oh my gosh, you don't know where the whisks go. <laughs> The spoon is still in the wrong spot. Real issues in our marriage. Real issues. Um, And I was much better at this early in our marriage. And I I still work on it. I still work on it. But those little things for me, oftentimes what I do is I look, I I do look at a a bigger picture. I don't look at a big picture, like the whole relationship, but I look at a bigger one. So um, best thing was, especially early in our marriage, when I'd come home and the uh, laundry was folded, I'd look at my stack of stuff and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's all folded wrong. And then I'd stop myself for a second and be like, but he folded the laundry. Right. There are husbands out there who don't fold the laundry. Yeah. I am lucky. He folded the laundry. Yeah. You know? And so I I try to take the one step back and be like, no, he didn't put the spoon the right way, but I can flip it in two seconds 
and be thankful that he put away the dishes. Yeah. That's enough for me right now. And so I think when I focus on the, the things you do, right, the things you do because you love me, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for me to accept those moments where I'm like, Oh my gosh, we've discussed this 15 times and you're still doing it wrong. Right. And you're like, okay, yeah. But the reason he did it because he loved me. Yeah. Loved, loves, love. <laughs> you love me. I love you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that definitely, help? I think so. Apparently my only problems with you are laundry. <laughs> hey, if those are our only problems, I think we'll be all right. I mean, really like on the daily yeah. stuff. That's the I think those are pretty much the only times that I really snap at you about things. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. What other problems are there in a marriage? Yeah, I don't know. Little ones. <laughs> I mean, I can think of big ones, but we don't yeah. We don't have big problems. No. I don't know what other people are talking about. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. So some easy ways, I think, to choose love um, yes. would be to constantly improve your marriage. Yes. I love this part. Yeah. And My so, favorite thing. <laughs> constantly work on your marriage, constantly improve it and try to show your significant other ways that you love them. I mean, we tell each other that we love each other all the time. Absolutely. And I think saying it is a good thing, Yeah, but you also don't want to get to the point of saying it where it becomes stale. Exactly. You know, like love you. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want that. It has to have meaning yeah. every time you say it. So, we tell each other we love each other, you know, when we leave each other, you know, when yep. we go our separate ways. Um, if something happens that is just like so, you know, like that super random Star Wars line that you happen to quote. Yes. And it just gets me. I'm going to be like, man, I love you. Yes. You know, like I'm going to acknowledge those moments that I know <laughs> that just make me <laughs> like that. You know, I'm going to acknowledge those moments where. I do feel that deep love where it hits feeling. Absolutely. Um, you know, read a marriage improvement book, figure out what it is that your partner needs to feel loved. Right. That's a weird way to say that. But, um, if you've heard of the love languages or if you haven't check it out, because that is a good, easy way to figure out what does my partner need from me from to me, make sure that they feel loved. Yes. You know, we know how to take care of each other. And if you're not on the same page, then you may be thinking, well, I'm telling them I love them constantly by, right. you know, I, I'm using my words, but right. maybe or the words I, don't I mean I do that all much. these things for, for the other person. I keep doing, I keep doing, and that's not their love language. That's not how they feel right. love. Yeah. So <laughs> if you can examine those and get on the same page, then that might be a 180 for you on, wow, I I totally was misreading what you were doing for me, but now, you know, now I understand that that's how you feel loved. And so... You're trying to show me love in that same way. Right. Yeah. So you can better express your love for each yes. other. I would say, I'm going to get, can I tell the last thing to do? Yeah, go for yeah. it. The other thing that's so good to do is... When they come up, when you can, when you have the funds for it, whatever, do marriage retreats. Yeah. Go to these little two-day workshops or one-day, all-day retreat thing. Do these things 
where you're sitting down and you're examining marriage and you're thinking about your own marriage and you're sitting across the table and looking deeply into your own. <laughs> you know. No, but do these and do them before you feel like you're in trouble. In trouble. Yeah. Do it before you feel like, well, this is our last ditch effort before we start right. considering other things. Yeah. Because you'll find that when you go to a marriage retreat or you, you do a little one day sort of pick me up mm-hmm. and you're, you're still in a good place in your marriage. It helps to solidify how good you feel. Right. And it helps to make you feel stronger as a couple. Yeah. And like, I love marriage retreats and I'm always <laughs> that person that like walks in and I'm like, Ooh, here we go guys. We're talking about marriage. Yeah. And I feel like almost, I, I feel like 90% of the couples in the room are like, why is she so right. like pumped about this? They're going to talk about financial tips and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's going to, you know, where I'm going to end up having to like take a moment to hold hands with my, <laughs> my significant other and stare into their eyes and tell them three great things about themselves. Right. And it's going to be really difficult. And, but there's this part of me that's like, no, it's so great because if you do it before you get to the the, the negative mm-hmm. where, where you feel like, Oh man, how are we ever going to fix this? Right. You never have to fix it. Right. Yeah. It's like a booster shot, you know, you, or it's like tuning up your engine before it yeah. breaks. It's, yeah. it's servicing. And it's so sad. Cause you do, you look around the room and you see who's there because it's like, they're on the rocks. Right. And you see who's there because they're just trying to get out of something else or they're, right. you know, the guy's trying to win brownie points so that he can go right. on a trip with his buddies or whatever. <laughs> right. You know, and, I wanted to go on a golf trip. So we're doing a three day marriage retreat. Right. <laughs> but if you can, <laughs> if you can be the people who are excited about it and who like are genuinely there to continue what you've already started building. Oh. It just it gives you so many more tools. It's so much fun and it's a chance. They give you a different perspective on ways to look at your marriage. Yes. And you might discover more about the other person that you would have never got to on your own. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you can try and talk about everything, but you might not stumble across something and they will bring it up and you will find this whole new aspect. rabbit hole of yeah. wonder. And it'll, it'll help to strengthen your marriage. It's, it's, everybody knows that you should work on your marriage when you're having problems. Right. But if you can work on your marriage when you're not having problems, then it's just going to get better and better and better. And you don't have to worry about, oh, this is my last ditch effort before we, you know, before we really start to get to the hardcore counseling and then we get to the, you know, the dreaded D word and yeah. It's easy to make the choice to improve your marriage when it needs to be improved. Mm-hmm. But that's also the time where I don't, I, I think it works. You've, you've hit a point that's almost too late. Yeah. It stops working at that point because you're already resigned. You're saying, you're saying inevitable. this doesn't work. Right. And that we just need to kind of affirm that it doesn't work. That it doesn't work. Right. Right. Well, and, and I think it's so easy. We live in an age now where something doesn't work. What do we do? We throw it away. Throw it away, yeah. Get a new one. Yeah. And and again, I like my car. Yeah. I'm seeing my car analogy in my head more, you know. When a car breaks down, oftentimes it's because of some sort of owner neglect or maybe manufacturer issue. Yeah. And if you were able to get it in for a service regularly, 
hopefully someone's going to catch the defect. Hopefully someone's going to uh, change the oil the proper way so that you're not going to break down or they're right. going to notice that this cracked or that's leaking or this bearing is out of place or whatever. Yeah. And they're going to fix it. Well, if you just keep driving it and you ignore the sounds mm-hmm. and you ignore the check engine light, oops, <laughs> no, you know, or you don't change the oil, you're going to have a problem eventually. Right. Cause then and when it's it going to break down. down. And once your car breaks down, what do you do about it? You either try to pour a whole bunch of money into all the problems and then you end up really unhappy with that car right? or you throw it out and you get a new one. Yeah. That was an analogy to marriage. That's a great analogy. Okay, I think. good. Woo! It was super great analogy. Yeah. So right. for us, like love, now that we're married, love is the only choice. Right. Right. We have chosen this for the rest of our lives. Boom. And you're stuck with me. Yeah. And I'm happy to be stuck with you because I know that I'm giving my all to this relationship and I am confident that you are doing the same thing from the moment I took that wedding vow. Exactly. (laughs) That I giggle about now, but at the time was like this, it's like I took on the world at that moment. Right. And as, as we've continued, I'm sort of like, this world is great. Well, I'm (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. That was a silly, like, (gasps) but here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, like the, the D word, you know, divorce, Divorce. it's like a swear word in our house, right? We don't say it. We don't acknowledge that it's even a possibility for us. Right. And it's never been an option. No, it's not an option. And that's because we are committed to each other, to our marriage and to loving each other. And and that's a choice we've made. Exactly. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in its own podcast because it is, you know, unfortunately uh, it permeates a lot of our society. I think it's up to like 60 some percent of people get divorced now in the United States, which is I say, I'm still, so sad. I'm still living in the 90s when it was only 50%. Right. Like, I'm just like, no, it's only 50%. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's not fine. But it's not fine. But, not fine. But, just, but you know, yeah. it is very sad. And so we, we want to address that later. But for us, love is the only choice. Any last thoughts on love? Choosing love. Love is a choice. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. You're awesome. I love, I love you. you. <laughs> Aw. All right. So there you have it. That is our five big tips for a successful marriage. Next week, we will do kind of a wrap-up show, briefly touch on all five, all five. tips again. Just um, as a quick review. Yeah, and kind of lay out some of our plans for the next few weeks, hopefully. The future. Yeah, do another kind of you know future of the podcast kind of show oh, yeah. now that we've hit... Gosh, I mean, this was kind what of the is, big. What is the future of the podcast? I feel like we just gave away everything. Did we? Like we just no, there's gave away so the much cow. More. Yeah, so we'll wrap things up. We'll we'll tell you what some of our plans are for the the rest of the show. This was, you know, one of the big reasons why we started the podcast, and we're very excited to to share it with you guys. Um, but there's more to come. There is so much more. Like I said, I have some more ideas for things, and hopefully you've been getting some <laughs> things in your brain as well. Um, I have deep and profound brain thingies inside my head. Good. I'm glad. Um, but, yeah, we are trying to get that video cut together um, of our dance for you guys. There's just been some technical snags with that. But 
yeah, just be watching out on our Facebook page for other fun videos and pictures. Our Instagram, at Golden Apple, is also full of daily, well, semi-daily updates of our crazy family life. It depends what happens in the day. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the latest picture, but Danny is standing up in our tree. It's a pretty great picture. <laughs> Check out our Instagram, at Golden Apple. You can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash golden apple or search the state of our union and if you want to drop us an email to give us ideas for the show or any kind of feedback we would also appreciate a rating and comment on itunes um but our inst- or our email is the dot golden apple at gmail.com and dare i say it again that is golden apple g u l d e n a p p l E. Very nice. All right. Well, that's the state of our union. What's the state of yours? We will see you guys next week. Or at another time.